Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie, and you're listening to episode 111 of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, my guest this week is the homie, the BFF, KG. When things happen with pop culture, there it really is only one person that I can bounce this stuff off on. Um, and so it's him. So I called him up. He's excited. He's already he's already done an episode. So he can't say that I don't love him, okay? But we have a good conversation about the conduct centered on the black church through the lens of Kanye West and Fantasia Barino. <laughs> so if you've been under a rock, um, those have kind of been the stories of the week with black pop culture. So that's what our conversation is mostly about, the two of them and this talk of submission and Kanye's redemption tour in using the black church. So stick around for that conversation. Hopping right into uh, pick of the week this week, Boonie's pick of the week, it's Rihanna. She's literally the gift that keeps on giving. Um, And at this juncture, the only other gift that she can truly give me would be an album. (laughs) Sis, where's the music? Yes, the the Navy, we tired, sis. We're ready. Um, I'm excited. And if the rumors are true that it's coming, the album is coming in December, that'll be bomb as fuck because that will be my birthday. And you guys know Christmas is my favorite holiday. So that would be the bomb gift from my boo Rihanna. But she herself is gift enough to us all. Housekeeping, housekeeping, housekeeping. Uh, Feedback from episode 110 um, with our guest Amina Peterson. So many of you really, really, really enjoyed this episode and the thoughts about demanding your pleasure from your partner. And it was so interesting to get a lot of the feedback that I got about how this episode gave them the courage to finally speak up and tell someone that they're currently dealing with that they are not pleased and they're not interested and they just want more out of their sexual experience with their partner. And For me, that is the best feedback that I could ever receive in doing the podcast. I, um, you know, I I think it's, it it can be difficult and I'm not trying to make it easy. Some people have no ease in speaking up for themselves and saying, nope, that wasn't good enough. Try again or move on or whatever their walk away from that situation is. But in that episode, when Amina, so many of you, And so many of you honed in on the same exact points um, in this episode. And I know the the tweet and the comment that I got the most about was when Amina said, maybe your lack of pleasure is also your intuition telling you this is not the space for you. And um, I want to shout out one of the Ratcheteers because on uh, Talk to Boonie Tuesday this week on Instagram, one of my questions I asked was, what does pleasure look like to you? And so I want to share some of the responses because I feel like in order to know what's not pleasing you, you got to know what pleases you. (laughs) And so um, EDiva826 said, feeling good, relaxation, strong intimacy, getting straight to the business. Uh, Sheikah said, feeling good and full, no pun. (laughs) Uh, Miss J1908, everything during and leading up to an orgasm. E. Dante Cole, it's a sensation of feeling, being truly connected to the experience. I really resonated with with that. Not resonated. Is that the right word? Resonate? 
with that response. <laughs> and I am Queenie said, someone putting your needs and satisfaction first. So I thought those were interesting feedback. I also asked a few people and I got a lot of responses for the people. The question I asked, um, how did you tell your partner if you, you have weren't experiencing pleasure? What were some of the ways you were telling them? And some of you were very bold and was like, I told him to get off of me and I fucking left. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So it's very direct. Um, but a lot more directness with that. Some people said they broke up. They're going to try better in the future. Um, I thought one good response was someone was like, um, they did not focus on the negative, but instead they were like, they didn't want the person to feel inadequate. And so they focused on things like, Oh, why don't you try it this way? I really like it when you, so I thought that was a good tip in saying, it's a way that you can say you are not hitting the spot without making someone feel inadequate. So thank you for all of your responses on uh, Talk to Booney Tuesday and your feedback about episode 110. Atlanta, if you're listening to this, hopefully by this point, all of the early bird tickets have sold out at the time that I am recording this. If there are any early bird tickets left, I will leave them up there for another week. Um, but hopefully by the time you're listening to this, they are gone. Um, if not, but there are still tickets available, you can head on over to the booniebreakdown.com backslash live. And we'll be in Atlanta on Saturday, November 9th. I'm excited, excited, excited. We're at Peter Street Station. So we are in Atlanta proper as people say so snatch up those tickets our, again our guests are brian you're the guy you love to hate and our arkita mccormick of uh the awkward girl pod ventures so um hope to see you guys in atlanta and tell your friends to get them tickets because we want to have a dope ass show um we'll have the good goodie bags we'll have some libations and you know we'll have a good ass ratchet time so can't wait to see my ratcheteers down in atlanta again for the people who are like you know i really 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 want to get a t-shirt or something i'm offering free shipping on all boonie breakdown merchandise through september 30th so if you use the code free ship f-r-e-e-s-h-i-p all caps at the booniebreakdown.com backslash shop you will get free priority shipping not um not priority for whatever first class the, the cheaper shipping is the one that's free <laughs> all right if you are not following us on social i encourage you to do so at facebook and instagram at the boonie breakdown on twitter just at boonie breakdown okay um and when sharing this episode across your social media, please be sure to use the hashtag the Booney Breakdown, the hashtag pod in P-O-D-I-N. You know, it's always great when you guys um, share to your Insta stories or you share directly from Spotify or SoundCloud because you can do that on SoundCloud um, and it lets people easily access the podcast. OK, so it's really dope. I appreciate you always 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 sharing I, I i really do and um also you know what you can leave those reviews too just uh head on over to the purple app if you're listening on apple devices and you can also uh leave a five-star review over on facebook so yeah i appreciate all that you do really i really truly do in helping to spread the boonie breakdown podcast to other ears and eyes so that is it for me guys so let's get ready to break it down
right, guys. So he can't talk shit about me because I feel like on this season, I've had him on twice now before Chrissy and she could have even been on the season. So, hey. They probably still, they probably still get to talk to you a little bit more, but that you know it's okay. Up. You know, uh, I accept my you role. My full and, undivided and attention now. <laughs> oh, now, <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> You know I love you. Hey, Kenny. Hey, what up? What up? What up? So, I'm here. Yeah, look, you cannot say these lies and propaganda that I do not enjoy having you on. I'm not saying. Thank you for having me. I appreciate always being on the Boney Breakdown podcast. Look, you have a little fan club out there, too. (laughs) That's a lie. Again, I keep telling you that. (laughs) (laughs) You do. You know, I think I would get more questions about you if I I was not as vocal about fucking any bitch up who tried it with my family. And (laughs) I really just think that is why you don't get a lot more through me. They probably just slide in your DMs directly. I, I don't think anyone knows my social media information. Yeah, I really try not to tag you. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think... always say that, like, somebody had messaged me because I had shared, like, a picture on Chrissy's birthday, and then it was Brian's birthday right afterwards. Yep, yep. I don't get any And they of were that. like, you didn't share. And I was like, because I do, I was like, I know he does this as a favor to me, but I was like, I really, I, he doesn't like attention like that. Nope. So that is why I did not post for Kenny's birthday. Mm-hmm. Because I do try to respect some level of his privacy because he just does this being a good friend. Hey, I try. I try. Listen, I don't even post about my own birthday. So <laughs> <You don't? laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, it's here. It's but over. Yeah. So, But it's just so funny to me how observant people are that they noticed that I did not do that. So People probably be thinking we ain't friends no more, you know. I don't even know. At this point, what would it take for you not to be my friend? I don't know. Exactly. At this so. point, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, so I'm it's here. like you. We've we've been friends more years of my life than we haven't. Yeah, at this point, so, yeah. So I ain't going nowhere. We're old as, we're old as fuck. <laughs> old as fuck. Like next year will be twenty five years. Jesus. Right. Yeah. Twenty five years. Yeah. Yeah. So look, yeah. At this point, he's stuck with me. I am. I am. All right. Um, I do have an update. I have to ask you about okay. the one personal thing. I joked him about it. Did you cry when the boys went to school? Did I cry? No, I did not. So <laughs> I teared up at the picture. I ain't even gonna lie. So. They not even my children. Yeah. So Ash was already gone because she has to be at school because it's the first day of school, right? So um I'm getting them ready and all this other stuff. So then my parents came over uh to see them leave out. And if you know like my mom has been taking care of them since birth. So she's been with them literally every day. Um so she was crying. Which didn't help me um, emotionally, so that didn't help. Then, like my, <laughs> then like my dad was like, "Oh, we're gonna have a prayer before they go to school," and I'm just like, "Hold on, what? what like, what's happening?" Oh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, "Hold on, what? Like, what's going on here?" So um, that I think that added um, to 
the emotional aspect of it. But then because of all of these actions, we were like rushing to get to school on time on the first day. Mm -hmm. So um, I had to like drop them off and then be out. So they don't they don't let the parents kind of like stay there and linger and whatnot. Uh, well, that's good that you can't be there and make the babies uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, they kick you out. So, um, but no, I mean they they they've been uh, adjusting well. And that's good. So, you know, they haven't gotten put yeah. out yet. So that I, I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> like I literally was just thinking about it, and I was like, oh my god, like how trash that shit is. Like they really have so much freedom, like laxing at home and grandma's there and then like, gotta go to school. That shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like literally, oh, you can wake up, watch TV, eat breakfast I mean, at your leisure. And then it's like, oh, okay, well then we'll, you know, start doing some practice words and stuff like that, but I'm not going to be doing it all day. Then we'll, you know, go out and grandma will take us to Walmart and we'll buy a toy and all this, you right? know. Right, like, it's so great. And now they have to go to fucking school, yeah, like, yeah. but they're so fucking adorable. And I did tear up. I'm like, damn, because I call them my baby booze. And I was like, my baby booze, not baby booze no more. Yeah, no, it's over. It's over. Next, they'll be going, well, if college is affordable at that point in time. College will be two million dollars a year. <laughs> they may be going to college if uh, if not. <laughs> you have to take out reverse mortgages on your house exactly. to send them to college. Like, I feel like it's good. Like every, I mean, this is uh, the college thing is like so interesting because I do feel like at some point, like they've priced themselves out, and it's enough millennials who are parents now who will still be paying their student loans when their kids go to college yeah, you're not going to be able to afford to send that you you cannot afford it like i mean it really just is fuck i mean this is just fucking robbery at this point like when i see tweets and even when i look at my own fucking loan balance but when you see tweets where someone says i graduated with fifty thousand dollars in student loans i have paid forty eight thousand dollars back but my balance is still 52000 Like, what kind of math is that? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. But I understand it because out of my payment, and I'll be honest, I pay $581 a month and $23.79 of it goes to the principal every month. Yeah, let me... Uh, I'm never well, going to pay these let back. Let me tell you, um, going into your Navient or whatever servicer you have, that account... <laughs> And like actually spending a half an hour in there and realizing how much of a scam all of this is. You get to practice. Like, pra- I, yeah. I literally could see how someone who was really has their, their finances have them under and it, and like everything else is fucked up. And you have, I could see how you'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. I just got to end it because you're <laughs> trapped. You, you literally are trapped. Yeah. Right. So I feel like I'm in a position where, okay, I got to do things with the other shit I have to stay above water but when i saw that i'm like fucking 23 dollars and 79 cents is that's it like that is why the balance does not move that is why i owe literally the same thing it does not fucking move yeah like honestly i mean if i was you and you never had children i would probably not pay them off yeah, I mean, I mean, I really don't see like, <laughs> like because they can like <laughs> the debt can't get passed down. So like, all right, cool. <laughs> I mean, I really don't at this point. Like, I really don't. And I, I people joke like laugh when I say it, but I really do. Like, I've been in my house now. It'll be nine years coming up on nine years. 
I really can foresee in the near future, like I can see a point where my mortgage will literally be less than my student loans if I do not get some type of huge lump sum blessing to just pay them off. You're definitely paying your house off before you pay off your student loans. Oh, I mean, that's totally doable. I could buy another house and pay that that off off. before I pay off my student loans by just making the monthly payment. Let me caveat. By just making my monthly payment, I could probably buy another house and still pay that off before my loans, which is some fucking bullshit. So, So, um, and you're married, like... I am. I am. (laughs) And you're... And you're on your debt-free plan. I know. Like, is this something you guys are doing together? Are you testing the waters first? I'm testing the waters first. Um, Okay. And I think, you know, obviously, I think we got to figure out, like, a long-term plan. Because if once we add in Ash's student loans, it it looks, it defeats you. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I get you know it. what I mean like I'm the, not laughing to be like but I get that, it that master is like the master, the master literally the I said I, I have said that I have done not a lot of fucked up things but I literally think I could have become a full blown junkie smoked crack heroin all that bullshit became clean again restored my life and the dumbest thing I've ever mm-hmm. done in my life was financing a master's like yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing comes close to this. My undergrad student loans, they weren't, that that didn't scare me. Like, I, I could have, yeah, yeah. But that finance and that fucking master's, yeah. dumbest thing I've ever done in my so, life. So, yeah, like, I mean, for her, like, for her field, being a principal now, it makes sense. Completely get it. For me, being in finance, eh, I don't, like... I don't see unless I can like cash flow it or somebody is completely paying for it. I just don't see the benefit. Yeah, that's the only way I see why it's work. Unless someone's fully going to pay for it, and then they talk about the public student loan forgiveness bullshit. No one gets approved approved. for it. Like it's the it's the second round, and they've denied another ninety nine percent of the people who applied. Uh And I'm just like, well, fuck y'all. Like I'll send y'all y'all little bullshit ass payment, so I stay current, and y'all don't snatch what little tax refund I get now. But uh, I, 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 that is not on my list of things. It's not on my high priority list. No, it won't happen. It's yeah, been- I mean, I, I, mine is doable. Like, I'm doing my privates, and those are done this year. And then I'll decide how I want to evaluate <laughs> these federals. <laughs> they just make it so easy for you not to pay. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, just like, like I, just, it. I, I, I wish it wasn't so easy for me not to pay. And hopefully they aren't listening to this podcast. But no, keep it exactly. You know what I mean? But I can, like, I can say, okay, I'm going to focus this year on knocking out my private loan so that they're completely gone, and not pay y'all the entire year, and literally listen to a voice message on the phone and just say accept, and I don't have to pay for the next year. Like it's just crazy to me. But I thank them. (laughs) (laughs) I thank them (laughs) for their forbearance. Thank you, Father. (laughs) I thank you all for your forbearance policies because you have helped me tremendously. And uh, yeah, I mean, forbearances are are king. I generally, I mean, I'm not. This is not no financial advice, but I'm just saying, me myself personally, I generally don't pay my student loans between the months of October. 
Give me them yeah. 90 days. Thanks. Thank See y'all yeah, in January. Yeah. Like, I just can't. I need a break because I've only put down $145 to the principal this year yeah. anyway. So <laughs> I, I know mo- most people take off at least three months. They'll either do the summer. They yeah, either do summer I don't know anyone who pays yeah. all year long. <laughs> it's like, oh, I need to ball out during the summer. Y'all ain't getting no money. <laughs> yeah, for me, I like holidays yeah. and my yeah. birthday. So Christmas, Christmas is my favorite yeah. time. I got to decorate. So fuck y'all. Let me live. I decorate. I got to buy these <laughs> gifts. Y'all can't take my extra money. So sorry. I need that 600 <laughs> So every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. It really does, especially when because that's my new thing now. I tr- my new thing is to try. Well, no, I've done it the last two years where I don't put Christmas on credit cards. Mm, yeah, that's 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 well, I that's really my. I try not to do that, and I've done. I've been successful the last yeah. two years. So. Clearly, clearly this this year I cannot. Um, I was, no, you can't. You know, You're very yeah, adamant. Dave Ramsey will probably find me and 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 hurt me, but he's such yeah. a good <laughs> but um, yeah, I, you know, last year, like last minute things come up. Oh, what's the easiest place I can go? Macy's. Cool. <laughs> well, that's why I got that balance at Nordstrom. <laughs> like, oh, oh uh, what am I going to get somebody? Oh, I don't have any money. Cool. Yep. Macy's. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, Macy's, you sell electronics now? Oh, really? Interesting. All right. Yeah. Right. Listen, right. All is scam. Yeah. I won't. I won't fall trap to that no more. And you know, like Nordstrom now, I was reading, like, they opened some, like, brick and mortar spot up in new york where they will accept returns mm. from anywhere but you could have brought the shit at kmart and they will take it in at this nordstrom spot um, up in new york <laughs> I, I don't know what they do with this shit but amazing. it's amazing oh, yeah. so some things happened in the news i don't even know if it's the news but i guess in the pop culture that, space that's what i'm here for like and i was like you know what <laughs> I feel like I let this one thing go long enough without addressing it. Hallelujah. <laughs> this Kanye, Kanye, that's what he should call it. Uh, Kanye Sunday service. I feel like it's time to speak on this. Well, as you know, I am. I, a, will, a, a, I love, Kanye, love Kanye. So, you know. Even through even the E through, album. Even through. No, that wasn't the one no, I didn't, you didn't like. like Jesus. I didn't like Jesus. But you didn't like, yeah, I don't even yeah, think you listened to the last album. Did I? I don't even know if I that did. That was the one where he did like five albums in like five weeks. It was Tiana, Pusha, um, him and Cuddy, him by himself, and um, and that Nas album. Oh, I don't like Yeah, I don't think I, you. I, don't. I didn't listen to Nas. Um I don't think I did listen to the last one, honestly. I think the last one I listened to was Pablo. Okay. Yeah, you. Yeah, I do think I, I don't think I did. Now, because I just pulled up the album artwork. I don't even. You don't even remember it. <laughs> that doesn't even look familiar to me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I will say this. So, I went to a, a wedding in Delaware, and my mom, she's so hip. Um, she's scrolling Facebook in the car and she's like "Ooh, kanye is at jamal's church so she pulled connects her phone to the bluetooth and i listened while she watched the sunday service now 
I will say the choir is bomb as fuck. Now I can fuck with some good music. That's lit- now this sounds really blasphemous, so, but new? whatever. <laughs> My favorite thing about church is usually a good choir. <laughs> I usually go to church for the ministry of the choir. It's my favorite part. So the choir is bomb as fuck. I can appreciate their talent, the remixing of secular music. Um, but I noticed this is my first time listening and watching one in, in entirety. He was quiet until he did his testimony part. And it was just <laughs> fascinating um, listening to the things that he was saying and the crowd's response to such things. And then they finished the songs and it was over. I guess what I'm a few things. The first thing is I'm it's just interesting now watching the black church and these some of these mega churches inviting him physically into their spaces. Cause this shit started at his house and then he's been in like just random places. Yeah. Yeah. So I know now watching churches really, really invite him in to do this is that's interesting to me it is i i agree um so here's how i look at it so the music is banging like here's the thing I mean, it is. here's the thing like the music is knocking um they are they are blending a lot of that 90s gospel music that we kind of grew up on um, mm-hmm. with secular music at the same time. So it's like a perfect combination. It draws you yeah, in. Yeah, because that was my, I mean, it does. Cause I, I mean, that was my other thing. Like nothing he's doing is groundbreaking. I mean, first of all, hello, Kirk Franklin. Yeah. And then two, any child that grew up in church at some point was remixing regular yeah. music into a gospel There's song. There's nothing new. There's nothing, nothing new. new. I think for me, I am. I I have to take a step back because I I don't like the fact that he is doing his public rehabilitation by using the church because he knows black people are forgiving when it comes to religion. I mean, it, it, literally, that's yeah. all this is. Um, and it's like a redemption. Thing because literally the things he's saying um, in his little testimony, like the cars, the jewelry, yeah. the houses, like that's the devil. But nigga, you still live yeah. in Calabasas. Like I ain't see you give like, that shit up. Not, and I'm, I'm sure <laughs> that nothing, like nothing, has slowed down in regards to your um, your materialistic lifestyle. Yeah, like, like that. I'm sure you flew to Chicago on a private plane while the choir <laughs> was in coach. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, so. I think that for me is just the thing that I'm trying to figure out is, well, hey, what like what are you trying to accomplish from this? Like, are you really bringing out now a gospel album that's coming out at the end of the year? From what I'm reading, that's the end game. The end game is like this is leading up to a album that is based around God. And, and obviously, like a lot of his music has has had a religious element to it 
So it's not anything new, but the new album is supposed to be strictly based around the church, which is going to be, I think that in itself is interesting, but it's, it's interesting to see how forgiving people are based off of how you come back at them. So you can do all, you know, you can do all this fuck shit and then you pop up in a church and start singing for a little bit. It's, and then it's like, oh, like he, turned he turned his it. life over to the Lord. He turned yeah. it. He turned it. And, and it's... And, you know, like, that nigga is still in that same bullshit. So, yeah, it's kind of like, I, I look at it and I'm like, okay, that's, that's actually what we want from the church. Like, we want the church to be this accepting place where people can come there and, like, hopefully renew their spirit and fix themselves and things like that. But if you take a step back, like, is he taking advantage of it? Oh, you know, I, like, I mean, you can't speak truly on people's yeah. intention, but it does not seem to be extremely genuine. The timing of it seems real murky, real yeah. odd, especially the cover work, uh, the cover art of his new album drop, which is implying it's a gospel album. He just saw Snoop won a didn't Snoop win a Grammy or some shit? Um, yes, for his gospel yeah. album, you know, people were leery about that too, but it was a, a it was decent album. album. Um. But it did, it, but it came out of nowhere. He didn't have church pop ups and like I don't yeah. know. I, it's just something about this. Like we've seen this from you before, um, Mr. West, and I, uh, the part about where people are really like he's ministering and saving souls. Like no, ah, I'm not gonna go that. You going too far yeah. for me? Yeah, I, I can't. I'll rock with the lane. Like okay, the music is bomb as fuck. And that's pretty much all I can give to this. I was laughing because, um, what's the girl? Uh, Candace Benbo. Are you familiar with her? Is that how, is that how you? Is yeah, that I think you? so. She did that post where she was just kind of like, you know, um, it's interesting to watch this because pretty much like some of the stuff we were saying about the black church. But then she was saying like how, black women don't get the same level of redemption and she called out you know how kanye is mr maga with his hat and all that bullshit with trump but then you know chrisette michelle still has not rebounded from performing at the inauguration yeah no (laughs) yeah so here's the thing so i get that i get that um i don't think i mean chrisette made a amazing first album don't get me wrong but she she wasn't on a level of, of, of Kanye, so maybe it's easier to allow that with him than it is with her. I don't know. I listened to her. I, I haven't like canceled her. I'm not you know one to do that. So like yeah. I listened to that album. You know the the more recent music that she brought out, but um, I think at least for most people. If Kanye brings out music that knocks and and it hits and it, it's good, they can forget very easily about all the rest of the crap that he's done. I okay. it's when your music is trash and you're doing the same things that it's it's uh it's not as <laughs> it's not as easy to kind of get back in people's good graces. 
but like if 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 Kanye had you know said all this MAGA stuff and then dropped the album that was like that was late registration right now, I can guarantee you that late registration was still knocking people would still be rocking it, and no matter what he puts out, people are going to listen to it. And this is my thing, like, it, it goes back to episode we did before about yeah. the cancel culture, right? Like, I, I I am getting sick of the cancel culture, honestly. Like, <laughs> especially, I'll say, especially in regards to people who are getting canceled for shit that happened yeah. 20, 10, 15, five years ago, right? Because we do evolve. So if it was only one incident within a... A, a time frame and you nothing mm-hmm. else comes forward then we all fuck up right now if it's a pattern of shit over time yeah. over time then that's a different story like okay that's then yeah then okay maybe nigga you gotta <laughs> sit the fuck out now <laughs> but i just kind of feel like i i, I don't know i mean if you want to cancel kanye yeah, that's that's your choice or whatever before. I just, yeah, I just feel like, and I'm not even a super duper religious person. I don't even go to church, but I just feel like slapping on when two or more are gathered on to what Kanye is doing and calling him minister and saying he's ministering. I think you stretching far as fuck now. Yeah, he's, he's literally <laughs> yeah. performing music in a church. That that that's what it is. Yeah, I think he's just doing yeah. performance theater. that's literally all i think it is and and to all the points we made before he this he knows i mean even oj simpson knew that shit when white people was done with his ass and he got acquitted for two killing two white people his ass showed up in black churches across the nation (laughs) let's not forget mr (laughs) kelly dropped a double album with one side being a gospel album so you know Uh, hello all up yeah. and through Marvin Sapp songs yeah. so, and Kirk uh, Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the black church don't have a good track no, record. They don't. <laughs> so, they gullible as fuck over there, right? Like, oh, oh, that music hits? <laughs> oh, that's going to get my name out there? Cool, cool, cool. You did what? Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. It's okay. That's going to brush over. Yeah, and I do think, um, and two, I will say two. From the choice of church and pastor. <laughs> that didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Um, who, too, is not famil- unfamiliar with scandal. Um, and redemption himself. That, you know, it made sense for that particular pastor to lend that message of redemption. Yeah. And, and you you knew of all places if you would have expected him to show up anywhere. It would have been in the yeah. church that uh, Bishop Jamal Bryant would be at. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore just mad he ain't yeah, here exactly. no more. <laughs> exactly. uh, now, would you have gone if Jamal was still here at Empowerment? Would you have listen, gone? We were there when he brought Mace. Oh, we <laughs> did go to that! <laughs> so let's not act. <laughs> like, we didn't hear, oh, Mace gonna be here? Okay, we there. <laughs> Mace preaching? We did. Mace preaching? Okay, we there. And then he got up there asking us for $10,000. $10. <laughs> Get out of here, my brother. <laughs> I don't have a job. <laughs> 
we literally did go to Coffin for that. Right. I forgot. And I'm sitting in the audience all lusty, like, like, ooh, look at the base. <laughs> yeah, man, listen. Listen. That Yeah, I totally would have went though. If, <laughs> if they would have heard that Kanye was gonna be there this Sunday. Ricestown Road would have been packed like shit. Right. They'd have had to move the, they'd have moved the service. They'd have had to move it'd the service. It'd have been an MNT. Yeah, like <laughs> Like that's how that's how quickly, like people would have shown up, and I, yeah, I, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. Yeah, I'm not even going for it. I'd yeah. have been there too. This yeah, day. I'd have been there. I ain't gonna miss Kanye. I mean, like if I Kanye said, goes back out on tour, if Kanye goes and does a gospel tour, I'm there. If Kanye goes and does another tour, that's just a hip hop <laughs> tour. I'm there. So I'm not gonna act like I'm not gonna show up. <laughs> but well, I haven't been to a. Yeah, I haven't been to a Kanye tour since Watch the Throne. Okay. Yeah, Watch the Throne. I Did I? I don't think I. No, I missed. Um, I went to the Yeezus tour. I missed. Um, I think I missed Pablo or whatever that last one was where he had that like floating stage thing about people that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Go to that yeah, one. I didn't make it to that one. I don't know what happened. Something happened where I couldn't go. But was that the one where he um he had like a mental breakdown on tour yeah, yeah. okay yes yeah i missed that entire yeah. one yeah but other than that i haven't missed i haven't missed any kanye tour any kanye yeah. tours yeah. all right so is this okay so my next question before we move on do you think once the album drops that is going to be his tour kanye sunday service oh for sure for sure like they they auditioned these 150 or however many. I think I saw it was like 150 singers for like it was however the that choir director that's up there. I forget his name or whatever. But they've hired these people for multiple different things. So it wasn't just like, oh, we're going to do these things on Sundays. It was like a multifaceted hire for like different events, TV, all this other stuff. So, yeah, I there's something coming. I don't know to what extent, but there's something bigger than what this is. I mean, what if wouldn't that? I mean, t- not to give him inflate his ego anymore, uh-huh. but like, wouldn't that be a different twist? Like, he does a at least the U.S. leg of this tour is just nothing but black mega churches. That would be interesting. <laughs> Or even not, I don't even gonna put black. Even if he popped up at Joe Austin shit. Now, I would have to see how they would do that because you know black churches got to get their cut. So, and then they will always try to slide an offering in there, but people would already be paying for tickets. Hmm. They'll figure, they would it figure it out. Figure it out. I don't think they're black gonna turn. They wouldn't turn out. Black people are the same people. Who spend fifty dollars on lottery tickets yeah. every day and broke his butt. Yeah. So they'll figure they would it out. Not, yeah, they wouldn't the opportunity would not get turned down. Like everybody. Yeah, you in this I mean the church keep the offering. If they buy for entry mm-hmm. and Kanye gets the entry, the church is also making money off charging the yeah. venue fee. For sure. I mean, I could totally see how this works. It's like a win win. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, uh New Psalmist Baptist Church, if you are interested, please let me know and um, you know. They are. They already got um. What you? I mean, they got Sarah Jakes. Yeah, I will. Um, and that's yeah, that sold yeah. out real quick. 
I think that sold out faster than her joint at the Lyric. So uh, I'll be, you know, I, I would be there. And, um, you know, I'm sure it would be packed. It would be like, it, it would be like when, I mean, it would be like when Mr. <laughs> Dick comes. Like, it, it, same thing. Packed. So, you know, it is. So we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be interesting how this goes. So, it, it, definitely I'm watching. And I can't wait to see what this album is going to be. Um, in another popular culture that's kind of <laughs> rooted in this church shit, Fantasia. Now, y'all know, I really do enjoy and love Fantasia Barino. I voted for her <laughs> <We> could, <laughs> on Idol. We could vote many times during that race. I, um, I enjoy every single one of her albums except the last one. The bitch can sing. I've seen her live. But she's caught people in the uproar these last few days. Yeah. Because she made a comment about submission. Now, I feel like whenever this... I mean, I don't think most people disagree with... Let me Let me stop back up. I feel like whenever people say that word submit, submission, it just people have such a visceral reaction to it as yeah, soon as they hear yeah. it. It doesn't take much. They hear that word. It's just like, oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it, it, it's just, yeah. So I was like, okay, like, they all in the uproar. I saw like a 20-second clip. I don't even really care for the Breakfast Club, but I was, I could tolerate the whole interview because Charlemagne wasn't there. Um, so I, I watched the interview. I wasn't offended by what she said. That is very good. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) no, I mean. Now, I have caveats, but I wasn't, I didn't see what the uproar was. I guess I was waiting, like, what what part am I supposed to be mad? I don't see anything that she said that should make anyone mad. I think, (sighs) I think to ease confusion, I think we should stop using the word submission just because I don't think people really understand it in the context that I think some people are using it. Now, you also will hear, um, you will hear a lot of people use the submission conversation literally to as a disrespect to women, and when that comes, yes. into, and when that comes into play. It is, it's that that's out of line. And that just that that's not where we're at. And that should not be any, you know, in any point where we should have been at. Um, but for her, her and her relationship, I think what she said makes sense. Um, I guess, depending on how you interpret what submission means to you and in your relationship. Yeah, I just feel like for me, it's not a word I personally would use because then you get you you get into that argument of people admit, immediately say, "Well, yes, when a man you find a man that's worth submitting to." Um, but to me, I feel like the better word there is trust. Yes. Because I feel like all of these things that 
we are indoctrinated and preached to believe that, you know, the man is the ho- the head of the house and he makes the decisions and you can't do all that stuff. Like, I feel like all of that comes with trust. I, I don't feel like you need to use the word submit. It's just not a word I'm I'm ever going to use. Now, I'm not a theo- theologian. Is that what it is? Yeah. So I can't quote a lot of Bible verses, <laughs> but I can't. I just feel like if you create an environment with someone that you're building a relationship with, that you both trust in each other, that shit will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Like I'll trust that you're, you have my best interest at heart and my family's best interest at heart for our future decision-making. So I might be willing to fall back and let you do that shit. Right. But I don't subscribe to the belief that just because you are the man that you are the leader and you, you're a better leader than me because you are a man. No. Yeah. I I can't rock with that. So, and I feel like that's where that line, that's where my uncomfortableness comes with it because some, yeah, you want, but some, you gotta know your strengths and weaknesses. And some relationships, heterosexual relationships, the the woman might be a better leader. <laughs> and I don't. And to be honest, like I don't think you can actually. I don't think you can be in a partnership with someone that you aren't willing to submit for at times, depending on the situation. Okay, so give me an example that you submit to your wife. Hmm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah, I'm just curious. I mean, you're married. I'm not. I'm just speaking <laughs> <in> hypotheticals. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, as you're thinking, like, that's what it would take for yeah. me. It would take me feeling safe and comfortable enough. And you have proven yourself to me. And not even through your interactions with me, but just how you move in the world that I know, oh, he got me and we're going to be good. Yeah. And the same thing, I would want him to look at me and say, oh, that bitch got my back, too we going to be good. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, you know, not having to worry about things getting taken care of, um, trusting someone to be able to um, be able to do things for your family, your kids, like that is, that all ties into a partnership. So submitting made, made to an extent may feel like you don't need to do everything because you trust mm-hmm. that the other part, the other person is going to be able to pick up the slack of the things that you're not able to do. Yes. And for me, I think that there's a equal level of that. I think, I think that there are times that obviously when you have a partnership, you have to submit emotionally to somebody as well. Um, mm-hmm. You have to like, you have to take yourself out of the situation and focus on that other person. Um, like you can't, you can't make every situation about yourself. Gotcha. Yeah, and I just I feel like too the other thing with this, and I feel like this goes a lot to the whole realm of social media is that, and that fucking hashtag relationship goals is like again to this ideal that we've been bombarded with. Like this is how marriage should look like and this is how relationships should work that when we see something that doesn't align with what we say is a relationship then we get it up in arms about it like if that shit works for a fantasia and her husband 
I don't give a fuck. All right. I'm glad y'all happy. <laughs> but, and I feel like even as I'm still dating and have these conversations, I feel fine some, oh, I was like, the men that I have dealt with, it's like kind of a trepidation there where they don't believe when I say like, you can really make this, sh- what I, what do we want this shit to look like? It don't have to look like how it was with your mama and daddy or your grandmama. Like, what do you want your fucking relationship to look like? Yeah, and some some relationships, you may some 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 relationships, some women and some men may want to take a step back, and they know that their partner's a better leader, and mm-hmm. they are they take that role and they kind of run with it. Some there's an equal partnership with it where some people take the lead on some things and some people take the lead in others. So it really depends. I think it's hard. Like you said, it's hard to judge and try to understand people's relationships that we aren't in on a daily. Yeah. So for her, she may, she, when she may not be looking for him to take the lead financially in their relationship, but there are other things that she considers as more important that makes him to her the head of the household. Exactly. And I would say too, like for me, I watched that play out in real life where I know, um, like my grandparents, this, that was both their second marriages. And my grandmother made probably five to six times more money than my grandfather. (laughs) And, I did not see the nuances of their inner relationship until my grandmother died and I had to step up and be in charge of my grandfather's affairs and the expectations that he had of his finances (laughs) after my grandmother died. And I'm looking at the money like, now how the fuck was granny doing this? Cause this don't even make, this don't even make sense. But my grandmother had found a way. Like, they were old school. They were very religious. And I won't say, I I can't say in my mind of what I saw of their relationship, her submit. But she did play that more, I'm going to use traditional and air quotes, that that wifely role. I I never saw my grandfather cooking, making his own plate until my grandmother physically was so sick that she could not and then that's when he was cooking her meal like so like and he did all that stuff so it was just so weird to me watching but i'm like damn that's how it's like for sickness and health she literally is actively dying and so it wasn't like he said you still the woman hire somebody to do this right right, right. like it wasn't even a thought he just all right well i'm cooking now and i'm gonna make your plate and bring it Mm -hmm. to the table and so I watch that and I admire that in my grandmother, but it's like, who that plays out different because in dating, sometimes I'm probably, I'm going to date a guy where I make more money than him. And some guys get a little weird about that. Yeah. Some guys don't care. And for the one, you know, for the ones who get weird about that, but are willing to work on their shit to deal like to be in something like then it's like well damn what can i learn from granny (laughs) right how did granny do that 
Yeah. And so it is, it is about finding the right balance for what you're in. But I do feel like people get real worked up because I could take that shit and just look at like, put my grandparents on a pedestal and be like, well, this, you know, this is how it is. No, no, not necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I just don't feel like, I just feel like people have to stop letting other people's shit get them so worked yeah, up. Yeah. And because. And because when I heard it, I just really did not hear. Because people were like, how you blaming women? Now, the one point I will agree with her on, because I have to check myself on, because that's the part I think really triggered some people, was when she was like, you know, we've been taught to be the strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. That when a man shows up, we lose a nigga because we don't know how to soften. Yeah. That, that. I might ride with her a little bit on that. I I can, I can see that. I think, especially like if you've, if you've just been doing it for, God knows. I mean, some people, you know, some people go without a relationship till, you know, they're in their forties and you've literally built a life, a career, a home, everything without. And I think, and it's not that you don't want to, I think it's just harder for you because that oh i'm stuck in my ways it's like i'm just so used to doing this shit by myself that how do i make space for someone else to come into this equation which is when i laugh like the longer i stay single having two houses don't seem absurd to me (laughs) 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 like i i've i've never been the super now i've never been the super like sit up under you let's always be together type now, when I'm with you, I I probably won't be able to take my hands off you. I'm very, I can be very intense and very, I'll do air quotes again, needy when, when we have our time together. Uh, yes. But when it's Wednesday night or, and I got to record an episode, get the fuck, go do what the fuck you got. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, I don't want to be bothered with you. <laughs> so I'm like that, you know, could I find somebody? You can have a key. You can come over here anytime you want. But then you gotta leave. Is that crazy? And I and I, I, I know an older couple. They maintain two houses mm. for that exact reason because they got married later. And to me, that was so like, oh my god, somebody I know in real life actually does this, and it works. And it and yeah. they've been married like fourteen yeah. years. So. So, yeah. yeah, I just just do what the fuck yeah. works for you. Like, some people, like, you may just want to kick back and let somebody do some stuff for you. Cool. That works. Because I know I can't wait. <laughs> it's it's some shit, like, I, I, I'm sick of taking out the trash. I don't want to put gas in my car no more. <laughs> I don't want to change light bulbs no more. I don't even want to make the appointments for the oil changes no yeah. more. I don't want to do none of that shit. And I know it's that bullshit, like, gender role shit. But I don't want to do it. No, I mean, I listen, will... I, can, I, can, I can tell you that... Um, my wonderful partner uh she is she is great at um having those lights on in your car and, and <laughs> kind of let them sit there and then i'll hop in the car and be like i wonder how long this light has been on <laughs> we didn't know but you know like i said like i don't now I'm not that bad. I'll say, oh my, oh my maintenance light came on, because it's funny, like that meme that came around where it was like life is going great, and it's the SpongeBob meme with the fish busting oh, yeah, through the yeah. Krabby Patty doors, like car problems, <laughs> like car problems coming the worst time. So I'm really good about, oh like, uh, my light came on, let me make like, it. But I don't want to like, deal with it. What's that noise? Oh, let's uh, turn the music up. I can't hear it no more. 
<laughs> like, I just, I just don't want to deal with that shit. So it's some stuff I will, I can't, I can't wait till I could turn over. But yeah, it's just like, what does that look like? Like the longer I move, move into staying single. I can see how it's hard to give up some yeah. shit. And I mean, maybe, maybe just to make people a little bit more comfortable. We just don't use the word submission just because people get, get all, all confused and leads to all these unnecessary conversations that don't even need. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, just, I, I was listening intently like oh, what, what got people. And I didn't watch all of their coupled rebuttal yeah. <laughs> to the backlash, but from the parts that I hear, like they seem sincere in their intent for their relationship. Yeah. And I thought it was bullshit that they even had to come back out and explain yeah. shit. You know, it's always somebody that's going to be complaining in uh, the internet's uh, minority <laughs> ends up being the majority. So you got to answer them. <laughs> you got to answer them. So. Uh, so can we also talk about, uh, before we wrap up, the best the two best memes of the week uh six nine. Oh, that is a, okay it's a lot of good <laughs> memes this week i forgot about those are good but i was gonna say the um kiki palmer one i don't know this man <laughs> <laughs> sorry to this man <laughs> as you showed me that yesterday and, so- and i was like Oh my god! <laughs> Someone on Twitter found the entire clip. Apparently, it's from an interview with Vanity. Oh, I thought it was from like an makes- acting show. That was like real life. No, <laughs> it's an actual interview. Um, that makes it even better because Vanity Fair posted it um, on their Instagram. I follow them for some reason. I'm, oh, probably when they do the, like the award show after parties. I like those videos okay. they do. Anywho, um, but they they put down like, oh my god, this. instantly became an iconic meme and so she was being interviewed because she played a vp in some that one of them disney shows or something she was on and so they showed her a picture of dick cheney so at the time that dick cheney was president she was like three or something like (laughs) dumb young so they were like when you were on nickelodeon show you were vp they showed the picture and they cut out the beginning part where that's even gold too because she's like who, who the hell is and then she's like i'm sorry y'all really tested me <laughs> like that man. shit is so funny i don't know this man <laughs> she's like sorry to this man <laughs> and it's like the tweet that took me out was somebody was like how is kiki palmer 25 but 95 at yeah, the same time? that was definitely an old, old woman answer right there i just i don't know this man <laughs> so those memes have been taking me out and then the other meme with the girl i don't even know i guess she's like the new lala on instagram um no, I probably don't know and i saw the original you don't know who lala I know, is i know who lala is but i'm like a new lala does she got fake butt i feel like that's who she is i don't know how else to describe her but she does um she 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 went viral before with another video but it's a video of a guy scrolling her instagram oh, the joint with the the, up- the nappy head yes 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 yeah. yes 
<laughs> but the memes people are making off of hers are that was good. They're gold too. Good. I'm just like the internet is really on fire this week, and I like it when it makes me laugh instead of yeah, stressed out. They are. They, they are. So, yeah. They are. They are pretty good. They are pretty good. Um. Any closing thoughts and words? I got shit. Mantras. You know I got shit. shit. Um. Keep keep up alive. Stay focused. Enjoy your new iPhones. Um, oh, I'm yeah. jealous of people who got a new yeah, iPhone. I've like I just could not give Apple two thousand dollars in a week. Like I just had to get a new MacBook, and yeah, yeah. I mean, you you should have just all financed it all. The, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even tell you to do that. Not no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who are you? Um, but I I feel like I am gonna get an 11 Pro at some point. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. I feel like there's gonna there's gonna be one in my household soon, and it might not be mine, and that is gonna make me want one. Yeah, I feel like once you see one and touch one in yeah. person, that that always that triggers, triggers the. But we, I mean, we did good, and we didn't get an X S. Yeah, we so. kept we kept the X, we kept the X. So yeah, I just said that I wanted to go a year without paying for a phone. So mm. that was that was my mindset. I was like, oh, I just I think about it. I'm just like, oh, I just have this payment now. Just think of it as part of your cell phone service. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's why I don't think I'm paying that's the on problem. it because yeah, and I, that that yeah. is the problem. It's very tricky because the first time I leased the phone when I did the seven, I did it through the with the Apple program. When I went to go renew, it denied me. I was like, what the fuck? I already got it. But they wouldn't give it to me. So I was like, well, I need this fucking X. And I went through AT&T just being impatient. Like, fuck it. And then I sold my 7. The money I got for it paid off the balance of the 7. And then was just paying. Yeah. I, If I do it, I want to be able to sell this on my own. But I don't think I'm going well, to I don't think I'm going to sell, sell the, the X, X because, because they're not making them. Yeah, like this is a collector now. It's like I still have my four. I still have a few of my iPhones. Yeah. Like I still have my 3GS, I believe, or my 3G, whichever one my, was my first one. Yeah. <laughs> so spend your money wisely. You know, if you drop it, enjoy it. Let us know how you enjoy it. But I still, you know, it, it really is a daily struggle of being like, oh my God, you got to live for now, but you got to prepare for the future. Yeah. Like you could die tomorrow and then you're like, <sighs> Should have got that iPhone 11. <laughs> like, sitting up in heaven like, dang, I could have at least had a day with it. <laughs> it's literally sits with me like, that sits with me a lot in a lot of decisions. <laughs> like, well, I always hear my granny, like, you can't take it with you. I'm like, you, you can't. But I'm like, fuck it. At the same time, okay. you, gotta, you gotta have that emergency. I mean, at this point, an iPhone is an asset. So if you do die, you could pass it on to someone. They can use it and or sell it. And is that how we're justifying it now? Is that right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, that one's not going to work. <laughs> not gonna I tried, work. y'all. Not, I tried. I mean, we all, we all got balances on them all now, right. so they coming for us. <laughs> like, they're gonna be like oh return. you can't sell this <laughs> no okay <laughs> please return the phone <laughs> yeah. 
That's yeah. so insulting that they really tricked us into basically the police instead of uh, race. Like, getting that subsidy. Yeah, that was paying two hundred dollars for for two year contract. <laughs> like contract. I've I've never left y'all AT and T. Just like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not leaving you guys. You should have just never. Please just let me keep <laughs> upgrading. <laughs> I'll sign as many contracts contracts as you, as you need. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. So. Like here we are, it. like three years later, and literally, it's not even a thought. It isn't even a payment to me. I'm just like, it's on my cell phone bill. I don't care. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, All right, sir. Well, thanks for coming on. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks to the homie, the BFF Kenny, for coming on the podcast and chatting with me this week. Also, if you're in Atlanta, don't forget to scoop those last few early bird tickets and then tell all your friends and let's get ready to sell this thing out. So head on over to thebootybreakdown.com backslash live to grab your tickets for November 9th. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio and any other apps that you listen to your favorite podcast on don't forget to leave us a review too you might just hear a review on the next episode follow us on social media share the episode with those you love those you don't love those you fucking hate and don't make those pretty images for nothing okay have a dope ass week thank you for listening and remember the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you until next time